The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the front Welcome in to the latest edition of the Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, presented by RunaFanatic.com. Don't forget to go to RunaFanatic.com today and keep up to date on the latest ongoings across fantasy baseball. All at RunaFanatic.com. It's episode 118. Join your host, Michael Govier, as he goes solo today while Deary takes a nap. Don't worry, though, you're in capable hands. Because today's guest has something special in store for you all. It may be boring, and some of these players may be the most bland, mind-numbingly simple players with minimal flash. But they do offer value, and they deserve their time in the sun. So on today's show, our special guest, Lauren Auerbach, is going to bring it. The boring players of fantasy baseball that will win you a title in 2021. That's right. All with Lauren Auerbach, the host of the Rest of Season Rankings podcast and the host of the SP Streamer podcast. Lauren has a lot of experience. She works at Fantrax as well as a writer. You know you can count on Lauren for expert fantasy baseball advice. And that's why we're having her on. So get ready for a doozy of a show as Michael and Lauren go toe-to-toe break down fantasy baseball, have a few laughs, and in the end, learn something so we can tie it up with a nice bow in a lesson of morality. Take it away, everybody! Sweaty, but I am ready for action. Well, if anything, that means I'm more ready for the show. It's the Blazo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's on Twitter. Utah. Everyone's favorite show. At least in my head, it's my favorite show. Tonight, it's just me. No Deary. Deary's taking a nap. He's got to rest up for the big weekend ahead. It's a complicated world, and there's a lot of things going on out there. So give everybody some space if you can. Today, we got a guest, and she is no stranger to the fantasy baseball realm. She writes at Fantrax. She has her own show that she co-hosts called the Rest of Season Rankings, and she's the latest host of the SP Streamer Podcast. Let's give it up for Lauren Arbeck. 
Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, do you think it'll be a good show? I think it'll be a fabulous show. And thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I have seen your podcast, and I have to say, they always look like they're a fun time. So <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for this, you know? You know, we try to have fun. We try to talk baseball. We try not mm -hmm. to get too caught up in the weeds. I mean, dead is yep. cool, and there's a lot of ways you can inform people. We try to find a balance of entertainment and knowledge, and we hope to accomplish that today. I, I, I think we can, you know? Yes. Boom, let's the, do it. Yeah. Well, I have over-the-ed earphones, and you have earbuds, so that means we're mm -hmm. different already. I don't know if that's good or and bad, but... Different's okay. Yin and yang, that's good, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Yes, Yancey, entertainment and knowledge. That's what we try to bring to the show here. It's lit. Thank you, Yancey. Yancey always pops in with very kind words, and then he goes away to his cave to listen to the podcast version later. That's what Yancey does. But he always pops in once in a while to say hello. Good to see you, Yancey. Bye. Hi, Yancey. He's a, he's a podcast guy. He's an audio guy. That's what he does. He loves audio. And you can listen to the audio version anytime you want, folks. This is the live stream version right now. But it's the same thing you're hearing on the podcast form, except you can't see us. So you don't know what Lauren looks like. You don't know what yeah. I look like right now, if I smell yeah. or not. Yeah. Actually, I don't think you could tell if I smell even on the live stream. Unless you smell really badly, then, you know, if you get, if you get a little too whiffy, you know, may come across, you know. <laughs> well, there's nobody in here. There's nobody ever in this house. It's always me alone all the time. That's been my life for a while now. But things will change eventually. I know that. Good things are going to come. Thank you for saying we look great on camera, Yancey. You're really, yeah, wow, you're really a sweet man. Yancey, uh, I just finished playing the drums, too. Yeah, Cancy. Keep oh, it. Cancy. Yeah. I call them. Uh, sorry, Yancy. I almost called you Cancy, like Cancer Yancy. I'm so sorry, Yancy. You know <laughs> I love you. Yancy. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't Cancer Yancy. I don't know. You know. Oh! Yeah, if Yancy wasn't a, a good sport, that would not go over well. But Yancy's a great. Yeah. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, oh my. Uh, anyways, yeah, I just got done playing the drums. I wanted to get a workout in before the show, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, actually, look, look, this would be crazy. I'm going to flip the world. Out. There it is. They're over there. See. Look at that. Ooh, nice. Classy. Do you play? Yeah. Wait, do you play drums every day? I try to. Yeah, I yeah. try to uh, when I can. Um, How, there it is. is it I play like, the bass like over a... there, too. So oh, got all okay. kinds of stuff a, going on over there. You got a nice there. little setup there. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's like a, a nice started, music uh, therapy, you know? It's Yancey. Very important. It's funny that he's on, and I just thought of that. He's very important to my story. He really got me kind of re-engaged with music last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a ton of podcasts, Lauren, mm -hmm. and wasn't listening to enough music. I love music. I grew up in music, and I love playing, and I wasn't, I didn't have any of this stuff before December of last year. This is oh, all wow. new recently. And okay. Yancey kind of got me going with, like, the his musical inspiration online on Twitter, his presence, and he would share songs, and it just got me more motivated. As I got to know him a little bit, he loved to share music, and... It's kind of the reason I'm at where I'm at now. So I owe that nice. to him. And he knows that. Wait, had you played instruments before? Or was yeah, you like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I just hadn't, you know, long time. I, <laughs> I, uh, I had a few bumps along the way. I used to have mm -hmm. a drum set. Mm -hmm. Got rid of it for pills. I used to be addicted uh -huh. to opioids. It's part of my mm -hmm. story. So mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when you have opioids, they're more important than drum sets, guitars, amplifiers. Yep. Uh, people you love, everything, uh, lot, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. uh, I can only laugh because it's so much better now. So, right, that's the good news. That's good. It's very good. Yeah. It is. So yeah. that's the uh, long and tall of it. I cherish it now more than ever. That's the point. No, yeah, that's the yeah. takeaway, and that's good. Yeah, yeah. When you lose everything, 
you really cherish just like getting anything back that can bring joy to your life or even bring like uh, comfort, mm-hmm. uh, positive behavioral connections. It's all good stuff. So I, uh, yeah. I think about it like that. For sure. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. This is way too much about me, though. You're the guest on the show. I'm going to shut up. All right. So All right. why don't you tell people about yourself? Because frankly, I mean, I've listened to the ROS and I've, mm-hmm. I think I heard you once on SB Stream, right? I don't listen to his show all the time. Apologies. Mm-hmm. I love you, Michael. You're the best. I love you. Well, we've only Dog. done three. I've only done three shows with Michael. Oh, um, okay. Got to get a couple shout outs there. Sorry, yeah. Doug. Have you done the show with Doug or you don't do the show with Doug? I have. No, Doug went on to do On the Bump. So he does like kind of like the five, like the, you know, the early morning streamer stuff. Um, and then I kind of took over Doug's co-hosting. Oh. Doug's awesome. I love Doug. Yeah. Yeah. And we- he does a good job for on the On the Bump for sure. Doug knows how I feel about him. I don't need to go into that again, but I'll do it anyways. Doug's the best. I love Doug, except mm-hmm. that he likes Survivor. Survivor sucks. Do you like Survivor? Mm-hmm. Mm, I I haven't really seen a ton of Survivor. It's okay. I mean, yes. I, yeah, no. I know why you replaced him. Oh, I know. They like they want to get a <laughs> a non-Survivor host on the show. That makes it more was sense. Just, it was a Survivor test. That was you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's cool. So mm-hmm. continue. You were telling a story. So was I? Um, well, you're gonna yes, start I- to. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'll just do a little, a little background with me in the pods. Um, so I just recently uh, started kind of co-hosting with Michael Simeone over at SP Streamer. Um, and then there we go. And then before that, um, I've got a podcast with my pal Andrew Seifter, and it's called Rest of Season Rankings. Um, and that is very new. It's we've only have thirteen episodes. Um, but basically, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory. We've got, we do rest of season rankings for, uh, baseball, football, and basketball. Um, and oh, you do doing all sports. Okay. Yeah. And then or we three, also the do, big three. yeah, the big three. Um, and then we also kind of write, you know, like waiver wire articles and some other stuff. And you can find all of that stuff, our rankings plus, you know, articles at rosrankings.com. Um, and then Andrew and I, you know, wherever podcasts, you know, you get your podcasts from, you can, you can find us, but we're very new. So this is all new to me and I'm just kind of rolling with it, but I'm having a good time. Wow. Okay. Well, don't be afraid. I know you're not afraid at all. I mean, this is just life. It's another day, another dollar. Uh, You're not getting paid for this appearance either though. So let's make that clear. No one one gets paid here at all ever. No money, no money. Yes. But do work at Fantrax as a writer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, so Eric Cross fun. is my buddy and my tag team partner and yep. the uh, tag team lead that we run together. So, yep. He's, he's a cool guy. Say something nice about Eric Cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is that it? Okay. <laughs> I want you to say something nice about Eric Cross. Oh, I thought you, I thought you said, I'll tell you something yeah. nice about Eric say Cross. Say something nice about Eric Cross. Eric Cross is probably one of the best um, kind of prospect uh, analysts that I have come across. And he uh, was very quick, like right after I started SB Streamer to, to um, he got in touch with me and he's like, you did a great job. Um, do you also write? Um, love to have you. And let's, let's give, give, this a, give this a shot. And he's been super great to work with. So it's, it's yes. fun. Yeah. Well, yep, yep. I love working with him. He's a good dude. He's a fine mm-hmm. person. And uh, I just want people to know that about him. And it's obvious yeah. usually most of the time, but for those of you that don't know, can always use a boost. And Eric Cross yep. deserves it. He promotes people too. He pushes people yep. into the stratosphere for new opportunities like yourself, like uh, yep. Chris Clegg. Uh, there's a lot of people that owe him mm-hmm. a lot of uh, appreciation for his efforts. And I have to say that the Fantrax crew 
has been amazing and great. Like they're all so supportive of like everyone. So it's great. Well, you don't get that every day either. You know, no. over at Rota Fanatic, the show is presented by rotafanatic.com. Uh, we have a wonderful crew of people, sweet people, uh, knowledgeable people like Mike Carter, yeah. who does his closing remarks. Yep. He's great. But he also works at Frat Track. So yep. does that yep. make sense yeah. that maybe he's the bridge to both worlds? It, it could be. Is, is he the is it the Mike Carter bridge? Is that what it is? That's I think that's what we're going with. I think we just All came right. up with that. There Let's lock go. that in right now. Yeah. I realize I don't have a lock button. I need a button that mm. emphasizes like that we've locked something yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything good. No, that's okay. I have a siren, but we that's annoying. See, that's not fun. That's fun. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> you okay there? I swall- yeah, I think I just swallowed a okay. bug. That dead bug. Oh god. The dead bug. It just flew up. Oh. Uh, I don't like bugs. I want that to be clear. I'm not going to deny okay. it. I live, okay. try to live honestly, as honest as I can. Okay. I, I try that. and save bugs. Whenever I see bugs, I try and like shuffle them out of the house if I can. So I'm one of those. <laughs> I'll you admit know, on the air, I have killed uh, bugs before. Okay. Okay. And, you know, well, we've all done it, right? I mean, I just try not to if I can. I guess that's yeah. my Why? Why do it if you don't need to, right? I mean, don't make it worse than it already is. They're just trying to live a life out there. I don't kill spiders. I want that to be clear. I think spiders are very important. Mm -hmm. They're they're my friend here in the house. They take care of some of the bugs that I don't want in the house. And it's a natural It's a nice ecosystem. Yeah. 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 You're listening to Bug Talk here on the Palazzo (laughs) Podcast. Uh, What's your favorite bug? Call in now, 734. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We do have a phone number. If you want to call my phone number, you could. I could put you on the air if you want to talk. Uh, we only did that one time. Mike Curlin called in once. Oh, yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That was fun. Nice. Yeah. Shoping up the phone lines. Yeah. 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 Well, what do you what do you love most about baseball? Is there one thing in particular that stands out that, you know, baseball is a fun game or is it a game that is so consistently itself that you just appreciate that? What is it? I love the experience of baseball. I love going to a game. Um, you know, it's it's I think a sport where it's not rushed. You can go with your friends, you know, your loved ones and you go, you, you hang out. It's the whole experience. Um, you know, to me, that's, 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 that's what I love. Um, and I've always loved baseball. That is my number one sport. I have to say it's in my heart, you know, it's baseball number one. Um, and it's just, it's just fun. I, I just love it. Yeah. And I also like, I can get really kind of nerdy with stats and I really like doing that too. And it's a good sport to do that with. So. That is so fetch. It certainly is fetch. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, you like Jorge Soler, too. I learned that today. I do like Jorge Soler. Um, I mean, he's a little streaky, but I do like him. And um, I like the move to Atlanta. I'm a, So I'm a Braves fan. And um, I'm still not sure what the Braves were doing. It's like they got a whole new outfield, you know, at the trade deadline. Um, and that's cool. You know, I like the, I like the effort there, you know. Um, yeah. I just, I don't. I think they can still win the NL East. I think that's anyone can really. That, that's oh, they're going to. No, don't worry. It's done deal. Right? It's a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I called like that yesterday. That. So. Okay. But it's just like, but even if they make the playoffs, I'm like, mm, like, how far are we going to get? Like, I love you, but it's like, you don't have a Kuya yeah. this year. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. And the pitching's, so, I don't know how they put it together. Pitching, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 But Carlos Marcano wanted to pop in and say, hey, guys, can't stay long. Parenting, you know. I wanted to say I'm a big fan of Lauren, exclamation point. All right. Thanks, Carmen. That's very nice of you. Oh, no, that's yeah. Carlos. Oh, Carlos. Did you think that was Carmen Arano? I thought it was Carmen. Oh. No, wait. You, 
okay, so Car Mayorano works at uh -huh. Rota Fanatic with me. And Deary has made the same. Mm -hmm. See, look mm -hmm. at this. Look at it. Look at this. Uh, a car. It almost looks like a carm. It's car. See, it's, it does. Deary mm -hmm. did the same thing. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Deary's. I wish Deary was here for this. He would feel so much better about himself right now. I'm gonna have to come back on when Deary's here. You know. Until oh, you come on whenever you want. Yeah. You know. You know, there's no yeah. limited invites here. It's not like everybody gets one invite. If you want <laughs> to come on any time, just be like, hey, dude, let's go on the air right now. I'm like, okay, if I'm available. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I might be playing yeah. softball. You never know. You're a lousy fucking softball player. I am not. Who said that? that is, I'm okay. I'm solid. I'm you okay? Solid. You can hold your own. Hold your own. Yeah. I'm not like a superstar. I'm one of those like softball hardcore dudes, but I'm right. I can hit the ball. Yeah. Uh, okay. So baseball's fun. You like the Braves and we'll talk more about other stuff later in Enrico's Inquisition where we kind of go Ooh. into stuff beyond baseball. A little bit of baseball mixed in too, but mm -hmm. it's a combination of both worlds in a sense which is always fun. Yep. And we'll talk about boring fantasy players that could win you a league title. Believe it or not, it is possible. Some people don't think that's possible. Yep. And some people might find it disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's just some players aren't as flashy as others. And we're trying to actually spotlight them. That'll be the goal yep. there. And we're going to take a couple victory laps. Now, we've done this show before where we did victory laps gone wrong. But this time, mm. doing victory laps that... We can actually say, you know what? This is what we saw on a player, and as of August 6th, it kind of worked out. I think we can yeah. safely say. So we'll see what Lauren says about that. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Brian says, happy Friday, everybody! Just finally opened a pack of six... I thought it said cigarettes. A pack of C batteries. <laughs> Only one small open cut on my knuckle. Man, that plastic is yeah. painful. You can't get through it. It's it's impossible. You go in with like 10 fingers, you come out with nine, you know? <laughs> yep, I, trust me. We've all done it. It started a long time ago with, uh, I've done it with flashlight openings. There's a lot of stuff. That plastic is, it's not for like children under 12. It's just yeah, seriously it's not for adults. It's not, it's for, not adults. for adults. <laughs> not for adults, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, you hear the music underneath, that means it's business time here. We're taking care of some business. Uh, you like the Flight of the Concords? You ever listen to those I do guys? like the Flight of the Concords, yeah. Well, that's fun. Cool. Yeah. We're trying to do some business here. This is the other business time, though. If you've ever seen the Flight of Concords, you have to see it for yourself. I don't want to spoil it for you all. But at any rate, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been following the show. New followers, you guys are awesome. Always a pleasure to connect with new people. Uh, so many names that I can't name them all. But just remember that it's Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. You can also email the show, Podcast at protonmail.com. If that's your preferred venue or avenue of communication, it's all good. And that's pretty much all the business I have today. It's a simple business session. Nothing complicated. We're working on uh, the trophy. I said that on yesterday's show, which was with Russell Withers, which uh, the, the podcast version will be out after I do this show. I got to edit it and put it out. I'll edit this show, too, and we'll put them all out. And then they'll be in the podcast version. But the live stream versions are always on YouTube. Please sub the channel. We're trying to grow the audience on the YouTube channel. And if you could just sub and hit the notification button, you know how it works. You know how YouTube works. I don't have to explain it to you. Lauren, do you know how YouTube works? Kind of. I can hold my own in YouTube, you know, like you and softball. Ah, okay. Yeah, I respect that. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, I think that's all the old and new business for there. Bye-bye, business. Now, Bye. it's time to get into the section we call Leading Off. All right. Boop. Yeah, I love doing that. Boop. In Leading Off, we always give you... 
what is known as the catch of the day. And on the catch of the day, good, our first catch of the day. Try to highlight a player we want to talk about. And today, guess what? We're talking about Dansby Swanson. What do you know? Lauren just happens to be a Braves fan, and we're talking about Dansby Swanson. I don't know what the odds are of that happening, mm-hmm. but it is mm-hmm. happening right now. Yeah. So, Lauren, well, I, I want to tell you something before you tell me your story about yeah, Dansby. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I did. I traded Dansby Swanson in my home league, which is a keeper league. 14-team mm-hmm. head-to-head cats, okay. uh, 10 keepers this year. It rotates between 10 to 8 to 6. Every year it changes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I traded Dansby Swanson to get Randy Rose Arena. But it was not just Swanson. It was Swanson, Ty France, mm-hmm. and at the time, Anthony Rizzo, who was a Cub who was terrible, a terrible Cub. He's a great Yankee now. But He's at the time, Yankee. this was like six weeks ago. So mm-hmm. um, what do you think of that trade? Well, I would say well, that's part of the reason I wanted to highlight Dansby because I also had rostered Dansby um, in a couple of leagues. And I almost had it. To hear like he's been sitting on my bench for a while and i was just like mm, dansby this isn't looking good you know but since july 1st he has been on fire and this may be i think he's flying under the radar a little bit because um austin riley is just like bawling out right now but since july 1st you know uh swan swanson slashing 311 359 582 got seven home runs four stolen bases he's got a 270 iso and it's just like you know i feel like this things are kind of finally coming together with him and you know it's something like last season you know 2020 60 games uh but i think that was his best overall season he played in all 60 games uh he had 10 homers five stolen bases and while he had a career worst strikeout rate um, he's also been making improvements across the board for the past couple seasons. His ISO has gone up, his hard hit rate and barrel rates and exit velocity has all gone up since 2017. So I think we're starting to see him kind of put everything together finally. And I think that he can, I think he can be great rest of season. Fingers crossed. But like I said, I was this close to just dumping him. So. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Very possible. That could happen for him. Um, Dansby Swanson has been good basically since I traded him or just like right before I traded mm-hmm. him. So the, mm-hmm. it's, the case you just laid out is accurate. I've been keeping tabs on him intently. The guy I didn't want to trade the most of the three was Swanson. I was ready mm-hmm. to give up Rizzo. Rizzo's 31. And so yeah. he'll be around for a while. He's And it's OBP league too. He's usually pretty good in OBP. Yeah. Ty France I like a lot. I actually love I like Ty France. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I could expend him to get Ro- Rosarina. I kind of wish I had not gotten rid of Dansby but we'll see if it's a fluke here because he tantalizes and then he stinks and I don't know if he'll ever hit for great average ever I think in no, OPS I, so. I think in OPS scoring runs driving in runs steals if he could be a you know a 25 15 hit 250 260 maybe and have an OPS 850 plus stuff like that that's a nice player who could score 100 runs Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he's got a good lineup where, you know, he had a better one probably earlier in the season. But, um, you know, I but I do like Randy Rosarena, though. He reminds me he's kind of like a Starling Marte a little bit. And I'm a big Starling Marte fan. But I do. I Oh, I love him, too. You know, I love love Starling. Oh, like, yeah, don't even get me started on Starling. I love him. Um, But I love kind of that that speed (laughs) and that pop. And he's got the average. And he's and he's someone, you know, it's like during the trade deadline. Um, Andrew and I were talking about this. It's like, wherever he goes, he's just like literally going to hit the ground running and he's going to be amazing. And he's going to be an asset 
for whatever team has him. And I'm a yeah, I'm a big Marte fan. I love Starling. I drafted him yeah. so much in mm-hmm. the preseason. I have him in a lot of leagues. Me and Eric Cross drafted him as well in our tag team league. Mm-hmm. We were very we were bummed out by the injury that slowed it down. Yep. You know, he was out for a bit there, all of May basically. But came back in June after yep. the rib injury, and he's been fantastic. He steals three bases in a game recently with the athletics now. Crazy. It's a lot of fun. It's crazy. I know. I actually kind of thought maybe his stolen bases would go down a little bit just because He's like in between uh, Canha and um, what Matt Olson, I think. Um, and so he wasn't leading off like he was, you know, in Miami. So I thought that may affect him, um, but didn't look. It hasn't looked like that so far. So. Nope, it looks like a great trade. Too. Genius, genius, yeah. genius! Love it. Mm-hmm. It's a smart mm-hmm. move. I mean, Lazardo, he'll figure his stuff out. But you're getting a guy who's really good right now, and maybe he'll. I mean, there's no way he'll resign. So just forget that. I was going to actually say that the Athletics will resign him. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that will not happen. But he's going to be a great piece for them right now. They're making a run. They're hanging yep. tough. Ramon Laureano suspended 80 games today. Huge news. I and I was also a big Loriano fan. I love Loriano. I again the power speed combo to me. I'm a super sucker for that. Um, me too. You know. Who isn't? We all we all love that, don't yeah. we? Come on, yeah. it's so fun. It's, it's power and speed. It's the best both yep. worlds. You want to see people steal yep. bases and hit home runs? Those are awesome yep. things to do. Yep. So I'm a little sad about that, but you know. You think you'll get over it? I think me. Uh, I maybe one day. One day. Maybe. Easy does it. Take your time. Maybe. Don't don't rush this, okay? I think you should. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to get hard on yourself, and then you beat yourself up over this. We're gonna get all in your face and point no. out your faults. No, we don't want to no. do that. We want to let it let it go. Let's let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let uh, it go. I did do one good. Th- I just ripped on myself for that trade, but I'm gonna give myself credit for turning mm-hmm. out a trade deadline deal for Loriano. Mm-hmm. It was actually. A straight athletic swap. The guy wanted me to give him Canna for Loriano, and I was okay. out of the playoff hunt. He was in the playoff hunt, but it's an OBP league. In in my opinion, Canna very very much. It's not even opinion. It's obvious. He's much more valuable in an OBP league. I'm not going to trade him, even if he is older than Ramon Loriano by about four years ish. Yeah, I had I actually wrote him up as a possible kind of boring player sort of thing, but like right now he's been hitting 417 like OBP. Since he, he came off the IL. So, dude can get on base. You know? And that's the other thing about Stalling Marte. His, his OBP's been around 400. I know he missed some time, so it might be a yeah. little smaller sample size. But it's not that much smaller. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's starting to become a legit, like, wow, if Stalling Marte is a 400 OBP player with those kind of steal numbers, he's going to, he could be a top 20 guy next year, yep. depending on oh, where right. he goes. Yeah. yeah okay, now Stalling Marte, you guys don't want to hear me and Lauren yak about Stalling Marte all day, because we could. <laughs> We, we really could. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dansby Swanson next year, is he a top 75 ADP guy? A top 75? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to go all in on, on, on him. Um, top 75, but not much higher than that. I, we, we're like at the back end. We're going to say like 74. Yeah. I figured that's what you meant. I think <laughs> yeah. you meant, uh, hey, he's going to be number 23 next year. Watch out, folks. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. Although Kyle Tucker was top 30 this year. Uh, he's kind of lived up to that. Kind of. I, I, yeah. I think he's top um, 50, 60, in my opinion. I don't think top. I don't know if he's actually lived up to that. I, I actually quite. If you look at the rankings, they would tell you it depends what you rank, who ranks who. Use a player meter, a player rater like Raz Balls. There's a lot of different ways to look at things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at it. Okay. So, yeah. So he's got like, two, he's got 21 homers, 11 steals, 276. Um, 
he's been good. He's not shabby, you know? Let's see more steals for him to be top 30, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that he could, I think the idea is what? He can get like maybe 20? You think he can do 20 end of season? Yeah! It'll be tight. It'll be tight. It'll be tight, but but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, I like like, like me some Kyle Tucker. Okay. Um, Everybody does. He's tantalizing. He's one of those tantalizing players, you know? He's, yeah. Um, I think I would like him a little more maybe if he was a little bit higher in the lineup, you know, but... I think Child, I like he's been very recently, but now then he can take <laughs> advantage of you know his his speed and yeah that's true. So I don't know that's true. I like yeah. to call him Mr. Dynamite. He's Mr. Dynamite to me, but that's just my okay. opinion. What do I know? I'm just a guy who's talking fantasy baseball with Lauren Auerbach here live on the Hands Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Palazzo Podcast two L's two Z's on Twitter. Utah. Give me two. I've been trying to use the Instagram a little bit more, too. That does exist. I don't use it as much, but I'll post a video reminding you guys that we have a show, so you can check that out as well. And there's a YouTube channel. I've already said it. Sub the YouTube channel. Sub the YouTube channel. Please, please, please. Sub the YouTube channel. Sub it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Auerbeck followed her. That's L.K. Auerbeck. Is the K a middle name thing? Because I, I typed my, that a few times, and I was like, what is the K? I want to know what it is. It is. It's, it's a really, a, like, wordy handle, and that's because I came to Twitter, like, really late. But K is my middle name, um, and it's actually K, like K-A-Y. And um, so, yeah, it's the initial and the word, the name. Oh, okay. Well, there mm-hmm. it is. Did not, mm-hmm. you know, I did not know that. You did not you, know that. Do you live in the Southeast? <laughs> is that why you're an Atlanta fan or no? No, no, no. I live in I live in DC. Um, I'm a I'm a Braves fan because I grew up in Arizona, and at the time they didn't have like the Diamondbacks weren't around. So I had like three teams that I could be a fan of because I love baseball. TBS, White Sox, or or the Braves. And I don't know what it was, but my you know little Lauren self gravitated towards the Braves. So um, that's how I became a Braves fan. I used to live in Maryland, so uh, okay. I spent many a nights Ubering around D.C. Yeah, what part of Maryland? I lived over in the Annapolis region, just north Ooh. of Annapolis, in Anne Arundel County. Anne Arundel County. Severna well. Park, Pasadena, all that whole area. Did you grow up in Severna Park? Oh, hell no. I'm, I'm back here. I grew up here in Michigan. Oh, okay. 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 You oh, were born there. and raised in Michigander, but uh, during that opioid period where I was trying to get my shit together, mm-hmm. I had a friend who let me move out there, and I helped him out. He, like... I helped take care of his kids and he let me live okay. there and I really got my life together out there. And I got to tell you, I lived there for about 15 months and I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved Maryland. Nice. I thought it was a great state. I strongly recommend Maryland. I really do. Mm-hmm. It is a good state. Yep. Let's go back there. I miss the seafood a lot. Yeah. I just had some crab cakes last night. I want mm. boatyard crab cakes. So, I know. Oh, it's okay. man. Yeah. I know. Oh, that sounds so good. God, those were the yeah. best that I had, in my opinion. And I'm not a crab cake expert, though, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you what's what. What's the best crab cakes you could have ever in the region? Um, I actually like it from a, a uh, place in Annapolis. It's this hole-in-the-wall place called Davis's Pub, and it's amazing. It's this small kind of hole-in-the-wall I know that place. I totally know that place. Yeah. So don't they have like a? I think they had like a warm pretzel dish, like a pretzel filled crab thing there. Crab dippy thing. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm thinking of going there tomorrow. So I don't, you know, that's funny. Yeah. It's on the other side of the bridge, the west side of Annapolis over there. East side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they call themselves like the 
God, it's something about like the mid oh, something. East Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong place. Oh, okay. But the place I'm thinking of is on the you go over the bridge over the water and then you go over by like where that super like expensive restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. and then you go back beyond the harbor area. So it's I must be thinking of another oh, place then. Okay. I blew it. I thought right. we had a connection and I apologize. I blew it's it. It's close. I think we're we're close. We're right there. You know, it's like yeah davis you know i I spent a lot of time there i mean i gave a billion uber rides in annapolis a lot Mm -hmm. of drunk people this one guy the guy who owned um oh what the acme you know acme Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that that guy Uh, that guy was intense man he the people live way up in the like the arnold area in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. in the woods up there yeah (laughs) It's strange when you're out there in three in the morning and people are really drunk. It's kind of scary. I mean, it's a little scary. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I survived. I'm here. I'm here. That's good. That's good. You know. I missed the area though. I just it was it a is, fun yeah, time. You have to yeah. come out. We'll have to get some crab, crab cakes together. I'll hold you to that. I would. I mean, I'm definitely. Go, I got my friend still lives there, and mm-hmm. you know, last year we were supposed to go to Ocean City, but COVID kind of ruined that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I will definitely be back there, and I'm gonna swing through. We're gonna talk baseball, have some crab cakes, yep. and have a laugh. Yep. yep. Definitely. Yes. Boom. All right. Look at this. We're making yeah. things happen here on the Plaza Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very cool. All right. Well, that's the end of that segment. It's also known as the end of leading off. It's very simple. Uh, the next is Enrico's Inquisition. You're listening to the Hayes Enrico Plaza Fantasy Baseball Podcast. And before we go into Enrico's Inquisition, I want to make clear uh, that any question could be asked, and I want you to be prepared for that. So if you have something now that you really want to be like, dude, I'm not talking about my favorite color. I'm not talking about the quickest directions to Baltimore from D.C. So you just let me know, okay? I will answer anything. I will try my best to answer everything, but nothing's off off limits. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, here we go. I mean, this is the hey. 118th episode of this, so who knows what will happen in Enrico's Inquisition with Lauren Auerbach. Would you prefer to deal with a manipulative person or a callous person? Wow, this is deep. Deep into my psyche. Alan Trammell or Lou Whitaker? Oh, I knew you were going to hit me with that. The 1988 Dodgers or the 2020 Dodgers? Oh, the 1988, by far. It was the happiest moment like of my sports life. That was my first gut moment. Oh, oh Nelly, get ready for some doozies. Because it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Rico's Inquisition. <laughs> For those of you that are watching the live stream, yeah, I'm not talking there. I am talking, but I'm not. So it's just a period where you kind of sit here for 30 seconds and stare at the camera. Hey, you can around, you know? Yeah. We, yeah. I made some waving arm, yeah. flappable thing, mm-hmm. arm movements. That was fun. Uh, we always like, I like to start with musical taste. So can you tell me about some of your favorite musical artists? Groups, single artists, multi-purpose groups that... Did music and played football. I don't care whatever it is. I am a big yacht rock, yacht rocker. Um, oh yes, Christopher so, Cross. What up? Yeah. So, oh, can't beat him. Like I, yeah. It's like so good, so you good. Put on, yeah, you put on any yacht rock. I'm like, I'm there. It's just like a trap. Um, yes. So I'm a big like yacht rocker. Um, I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan. Um, you know, I actually also I listen to a ton of classical music and uh, jazz, um, and um, especially kind of you know when you're like working and writing articles and stuff. Like I have to have music that doesn't have lyrics because it's too distracting for me. So I also kind of go through a number of 
kind of, you know, kind of chill ambient sort of stuff. I can't tell you any names because it's like off of, you know, Spotify. I'm like, yeah, this is good. Um, and they just type, you know, they just keep feeding me what I like. So um, I just keep listening to stuff like that. You know, people are making good money off that music. It's just like binaural beats. And mm-hmm. yeah. people, li- people listen to that stuff all day. And there- I know a guy who makes that music. He makes a ton of money oh, doing really? it because people just listen to it all the time and it starts adding up. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's just like it keeps it's, it can just keep going. You know, it's just more yeah. or less. Kind of, yeah. It just ro- goes like on a loop, you know. And it's not that hard to make. You like press a couple keys on a synthesizer or something and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> right, you know right. what it is. I know what it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I, when I write a paper, I absolutely use that stuff. I can't. Yeah. I'm with I you. Have, That's why I can't you know. have lyrics in the in the background. So. Right. You, you don't want to have like a lyrics and a melody because then it's going to distract you from what you're doing. So because then you, you get into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And no one has ever said yacht rock. This is the first time really? we've had somebody who's finally come with All some. Right. Someone that, we've had people mention Steely Dan, which some people okay. I guess consider yacht rock. Okay. Uh, we can. You know, I'm not going to argue that. Um, I love it, yacht rock. It can, it can go, it kind of bumps up, you know, right, with the, with the Yacht Rock, Steely Dan. Um, yeah. What did, okay, we already said Christopher Cross, but what else is quintessential Yacht Rock to you? Um, I, I'm a big Doobie Brothers. I can do, like, in some Michael Do you listen McDonald's? to the Sirius XM Yacht Rock channel? Because I'm telling I you, they're def- they're on there. They're, they're on there. Are you not a Doobie Brothers fan? No, I am. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went, I, I went uh, down to Georgia last week with my mom. Yeah. And she had Sirius XM in her car. So we drove down from Michigan. I live yeah. in Michigan, by the way, which I mentioned earlier. So we just listened to a ton of it. And I was constantly on the Yacht Rock station. Like, oh, cool, yeah. Yacht Rock station. And yeah. Doobie Brothers okay. were played yeah. many, many times. They, yep. And Christopher Cross, that's good. I do like um, Looking Glass, uh, like Brandy. Like, I love some Brandy. Um, <laughs> like, You're it's a fine like, girl. Really? Yeah, it's just like, you could really... I, with me can't really go wrong with anything on yacht rock so oh, this yeah. is gonna be awesome on the podcast version of this show all of that music is gonna be playing under this at this that's what yes. we do that's what we do the whole enrico's inquisition segment we so always excited. play the music that you offer so okay. it's gonna be yep. great i can't wait to download it and make it a, it's gonna be wonderful it's gonna be a lot of fun that's why the podcast version Love is slightly it. better than the live stream because you get that extra little bonus so. a little yacht rock uh, bonus Oh, it's gonna be great. I love it. I'm a big fan. I'm not kidding at all. Uh, and I listen to uh, some post rock, which they call post rock, which has wait, no wait, wait, lyrics. Post rock. Basically, it's just it's no lyrics, but basically you got guitars, bass, and drums. You know, but there's no lyrics. Yeah, okay. So it's just, but, it's just do like. They play, but is it like songs that you know, or is it just like? Yeah, no, it's just like okay. it's songs with no lyrics. So basically, okay. like, hey, let's write a song. It's really cool, kind of like jam that goes on for like uh-huh. five six minutes but there's no lyrics so i can listen to that stuff too because it's kind of like it, it does what that binaural beats and some of the ethereal uh-huh. stuff does like an uh, example is explosions in the sky they did the soundtrack for they're known for the soundtrack for the movie friday night lights and then it became okay. a tv show that kind yeah, of music yeah. is mixed okay in. that's what they I'm do gonna, so. i'll have to check them out i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna check that out yeah you might find that uh, you might find that interesting I based on what like you told that. me so. i literally just wrote that down i'm like Yay! <laughs> yeah, fire up the post rock channel on Spotify. You might find what you're looking for. That's why I do the show I'll here. It's all about connections. Yeah. We're talking with Lauren Auerbach live here in Enrico's Inquisition. Uh, would you rather be stabbed or arrested? Oh, arrested. I, I think stabbing is like one of the worst ways to kind of go. Stabbing? Because it's just, it's just, mm-mm. 
give give me arrest me all day you know overstepping <laughs> you know got that on the record this is live thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah Woo. utah what what do you want gary go away sometimes gary interrupts the show yes it's two l's two z's utah yes okay give me two get it out gary thank you thank you gary um would you rather be on the ocean or a lake oh um i'm gonna go this is tough i feel like i have midwestern roots and it's all like very lake centric um then That's right michigan lakes uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like yeah. yeah. I went to Hilton Head last week and man, it was very very crowded and mm-hmm. but the lake can be crowded too. People go to the sandbar, right? They all congregate yeah. there and it gets kind of gross. So, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, I tend to be like more landlocked than any kind of like water, <laughs> right? Like um, I'm not like when we go to the beach, it's not like I'm I'm just kind of like hanging out on the sand like reading or getting a tan or something like that i'm not you know i don't really go in the water by the way, what's worse than sand by the way seriously what is worse than sand why have we decided that the beach is a great place to hang out it just i had so much sand in me the rest of the day the next day i found it in my pockets it was crazy yeah, it, it goes everywhere it never comes out it's just you know yeah i don't understand i agree i, agree with I don't i feel like one day somebody's like well let's go to where the water meets the dirt and everybody followed mm-hmm. along, and we just kind of got stuck there. I'm not really sure. Yeah, is that a country yeah. lyric where the water meets the dirt? I feel like that is like country lyric. I don't listen to country that much, so I don't know. I, it could be. Mm-hmm. I could have accidentally landed on one. I don't know. Could have landed. Okay. Good. What do I know? What do I know? I don't know. I'm just I a guy so, doing a podcast, you know. Lauren. I'm yeah. asking mm-hmm. you for all the information. Oh, I missed this. I missed this for four minutes ago. Hall and Oates. Yeah, Hall and Oates. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. Good call, Brian. Brian's yeah. a, a loyal Palazzo pal, one of our favorites. Brian, we love you. You're the best. His son's yeah. uh, really good, too. Check out his son on Twitter. Uh, was it at Snell Season? Is that what it is, Brian? I, I try to do that from memory off okay. the top of my head. He knows sports. He's a good sports okay. guy. So cool. I'll let people know that. Whoa, yeah! oh, that was the wrong button. But whatever. Yeah, oh, the who? All right, there it is. That's not Hall & Oates, by the way. It's not Hall & Oates. That's not- <laughs> Still good. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, we ask this question every time. Okay your favorite pitch is it the slider the changeup, or the curveball which one do you love the most i like the slider i tend to and this is also because um kind of talking about pitchers i you know i'm a big sucker for kind of ground ball inducing like pitchers and so i've got to go with the slider you know because that gets ground balls so yeah particular pitcher slider that you've always enjoyed it could be past present um well, I feel like I've been I've been spoiled here in DC because Scherzer's got a pretty good slider. Yeah. Um, you guys stole him from us. Thanks a lot. I know, I know, I know. Um, Damn but it. I enjoyed it while he Go was Tigers. There, you know. Yeah. I've told the story on the show. Before. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'll this is total hearsay. Heard it maybe. Okay. Uh huh. But I trust, I've never met a guy who's more reliable than this guy in my life. He's like the most solid dude, would never lie, and you would trust everything he says. He got drafted by the Cubs in the 33rd round, so he's a re- he was a talented baseball player in his own right. Yeah. He said one night he was out at the bar, and the boys were hanging out, and Max Scherzer was there. He goes in, this is back in Detroit days, mm-hmm. he goes up to Scherzer, and like, hey, how's he doing? He's like, the hell do you want? <laughs> I was like, 
like, oh, oh man, well, he could have been having a bad day, you know. Maybe he lost. I bet if he lost that night, he would have been pissed the whole night. He seems he, like oh, the yeah. kind of guy who wouldn't take it well. Oh, no, it's like Mad Max, and his eyes go crazy, you know, and it's just, yeah. yeah. Don't don't get him angry. Don't piss him off, you know. No. I, no. You know, actually, a sad story about Max is, you know, his brother killed himself when he was here in Detroit. It's very sad. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not trying to bring down the show. It's just the truth that Mad Max has persevered through that. It was like I think it was like 2013 or 14 before he left. Okay. It was a very challenging time for him. So he's persevered. Oh, sure. He won a World Series. I'm very happy for yeah. him. You know, everybody has bad days, Max. Congratulations on your World Series. You did the best you could here, in Detroit. If somebody was yep. going to pay me 215 million instead of 144 illiches, mm-hmm. then I'd do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I think most people would, right? Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. like when fans say it. Oh, I can't believe this. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you don't know what's going on. Right. And you yeah. would take the yeah. much money as you could get for yourself. Just like we yeah. all do every day. We try to get much money yeah. as we can for ourselves. Every time money. we get a job right. or we negotiate. Yeah. No one ever is like, give me less money. Okay. You know, it's just whatever you do, don't give me as much money as I was just making. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It'd be kind of weird if it did happen, but you know, it'd yeah. be fr- refreshing in a way. But I wouldn't yeah. advise it. I would not advise. Yeah, it. right. All right, we're in Enrico's Inquisition here with Lauren Auerbach. Follow her on Twitter at LK Auerbach. That's A U E R B A C Auerbach, like Red Auerbach. Yeah, spelled the same way. It's spelled yeah. exactly the same way. That's it's, cool. it's funny. Like I used to get asked that a lot as a kid. Like if I was really into Red Auerbach, um, you know, no one asked me that anymore. But I'm not. But that's my the most story. famous hour back I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know any like kind of other ones, but yeah. Do you say? By the way, do you say our Bach? Am I saying back? Am I being Michigan um, with my voice? Bach. I say honestly, I say both. Oh, <laughs> cool. Just, I, I'll say like our Bach. Um, there are people in my family that actually they they swear that it's our Bach, um, and. Uh, my dad kind of was basically like, we're not going to go by Arbaugh. Like, we're going to be our box or nice. our box. Yeah. So I don't really know what the, um, like my aunt, she, you know, her main name, she went by Arbaugh versus um, Arbach. But yeah. Yeah. I'm I, Govier and yeah. Govier. I've done both. I rotate. Yeah. So. See, there we go. Rotate our last names. We like crab cakes. I used to say that, you know, my mom yeah. said Govier, my dad said Govier, and that's why they got divorced. Hey! <laughs> that's a bad joke, folks. I love bad jokes. Yeah. We all do. They're called dad jokes now. They're not called bad jokes. They're called dad jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah. Yep. Did, by the way, did you, did you know what a zaddy is? A zaddy? Yeah. Mm. Have you heard no, this term? No. Is it, is it like a, can I guess? Sure. Yeah, please. Let me see. A zaddy. Z a d d y. There's something with some sort of adjective and dad. Like what? Are, you know? Did I did I just get like left off here? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. What just happened? I hate this trackpad. I hate it. I hate these stupid Mac trackpads. You slide your hand on it and it take it goes back. It goes. I don't want it to do that. Uh, did daddy? you give me the answer? Did you do an answer? Because I missed it. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. No I, no, I was like, is it? No, I didn't give an answer. Um, All right, I didn't miss it. Sort of daddy and like some sort of, I have no idea what it is. You're, cl- you're, um, you're on the right track. You you do have an idea, sort of. It's a daddy of some type, yes. I don't know what the Z is, though. 
I don't know either. Apparently, uh, there's a song by Ty Dollar Sign, who's I don't a rapper. Think that is. Well, he's a rapper. Okay. I'll tell you that. And he has a song called Zaddy. I don't know if he invented the phrase or if he picked up on it. Either way, there's a recent article mm-hmm. in your favorite magazine, <laughs> Men's Health. Um, <laughs> you read Men's always. Health a lot? Uh, yeah, on the toilet. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No Men's Health. That is so no, fetch. No is that fetch? I don't know if that's fetch. Uh, that's fetch to me. Uh, anyways, uh, Christopher Maloney, who is known for mm-hmm. his Law & Order SVU days. I love Christopher Maloney. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. there you go. You, I don't need to tell you. I like Maloney. Uh, he's being called a zaddy, who apparently is someone who is a daddy, a little older man mm-hmm. who's in great shape mm-hmm. and is apparently his butt has been making the rounds because he was doing squats and someone took a picture okay. of his butt. He's like 60 years old and he looks mm-hmm. really good. So that's the best uh, description like I can give you. Is it kind of like a cougar? Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess it is. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. Zaddies and cougars just roaming the streets yeah. of DC every night. <laughs> Zaddies and cougars. It's it's yeah. It's like a like a bizarro zoo or something. You know? It's just <laughs> like I don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a bizarro zoo. I've never been to a bizarro zoo, but if I did, I imagine there'd be zaddies and cougars there. Yes. Yeah, totally. Uh huh. Totally. That makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> we're in Enrico's Inquisition with Lauren. Our back, our back, depends on what day it is, uh, what the mood is. Either way, she is a human being who likes fantasy baseball. That is, those are facts. Those Mm -hmm. are facts. facts. Okay, good. Uh, What's the best ballpark you've ever been to? Best ballpark? Um, Most enjoyable or most impressive. Like, wow, this is cool. Because I, as like one of my kind of bucket list things is to go to all of the all of the MLB stadiums, right? Isn't that, isn't that all uh, ours? Yeah, we all want to do yeah. I want to do that, too. Yeah, but I don't, like, I feel like I've been to, like, ten of them. Um, not bad. That's not bad. And, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I liked... I did, like, um... I did kind of, like, PNC. There it is! Damn it! PNC. I like PNC Park. What? What? People, people say this a lot. That's all. Oh, is it? Okay. No, it's a <laughs> because it? it's that nice. It's that impressive. So if it's that it impressive, nice. then yeah. Um, but I also, I also had a good time at. Um, and this is like kind of like a different question, but um, we, I, I really like Great American Ballpark. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, hey, all right. And there we go. Um, That's refreshing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan. I, I'm actually not like a huge fan of the Nat Stadium. I think it's, like, it's kind of like one of these new. Oh, actually, but the Orioles, like Camden Yards. Oh yeah. So that's a good one though. Went to um, many games there when I lived in Maryland. It was awesome because yeah. nobody yeah. cared. In 2018, the Orioles were even worse than they are now. Yep. And you could go to a game, sit in the best seat possible for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, you know, before COVID, because uh, we try and go kind of like hit up ballparks like every year, like you know, a couple of them each year if we could. And just before COVID, we were supposed to do, a, you know, Cubs, White Sox. You could get, like, a bunch in, like, over there. Um, but we couldn't go. Um, so I haven't seen a ballpark in a while. Yeah. I've been to Wrigley Field, but it was for a show, not a game. So I've actually mm-hmm. never seen a game at Wrigley Field. But that's fun. I like the, I like the idea of kind of stadium shows. They'll, they'll do, you know, stuff like that here. It was they, Pearl they Jam, do. too. Yeah. They love the Cubs. Uh, yeah. so it was fun. 
Yeah, and it's just like I like those are. I think that's kind of a fun venue. So always have like stadium venues, you know, like you sit in outfield sort of thing, or you can sit, you know. In the I completely agree. It was it was a pretty good time. It was cool. We couldn't see anything because we were way back behind home plate, deep in Wrigley Field, which has a terrible view of the mm-hmm. stage that was in dead center field, very far yeah. away. Yeah. Um, but we were in there. It happened, and uh, we cool. stayed in Wrigleyville. It was a nice time. Nice. For some reason, yep. I'm sounding like this right now. I don't know why. <laughs> that's okay. Because that's Chicago, not Georgia. <laughs> Uh, have you been to see the Braves live in their home stadium? Like before Not it was Truist one. or SunTrust or whatever the hell it is now? Yeah, before. It's like, I forget what year it was, but it's down there. Turner playoff Field? Playoff game, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I haven't been to SunTrust or whatever it is now. So Truist. Welcome to Truist. What an is awful Truist? Name. I think it is. Yeah. The, the names are getting like worse and worse, you know? Um, yeah, it's something you accept now. It's like, well, this yeah. sucks. This is the sucky yeah. part of life now that's never going to go back the way it was. Because if somebody offered you $30 million to name your stadium, you'd do it too, just like I would. So I understand. Right? It's just like, it's just, don't give me less money. Give me more money. It, I will say this. <laughs> you know? It, <laughs> yes, yes. It is better, though, than naming them after, like, racist owners of the past and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an improvement. I'll, I'll take the corporation. As long as the corporation is yeah. not oppressive either. So, right. you know, that helps. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. A couple more. We'll wrap it up. A Thai food or Indian food? If you had to choose, you could go out for I'm anything. Not, either one. I, Thai food. I Thai food. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like you like it spicy, or are you more middle of the road? Spicy. Give me all spice. No, I'm. I can. I love spicy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Too many cooks. I have <laughs> always just enjoyed it. There's a place in Michigan. Yeah. If you ever go to Ann Arbor, Michigan, you gotta mm-hmm. go. To no Thai. It's called N-O, no Thai. Thai. No Thai. Okay. But it is Thai okay. food. So. Okay. It's called No Thai, but it is. I'll go there. Go to No Thai. You come here. I'll take you to Davis Pub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh, I forgot I was yeah. I was Google mapping that while we were talking about that. I never finished oh, okay. that. Because so, I wanted to verify. <laughs> uh-huh. I know where it is. We're talking about the same place. Yeah. I can't let it go. I can't let it go. That's I just okay. want to know I, I'm where curious, it is. And I'm curious about if it's not the same, what your place is if you have. Yeah, it's on Chester Avenue in Annapolis. No, that's not. I don't, wait, Davis, is it? Or you are was, So, okay. So I see what's going uh-huh. on here. Uh-huh. Okay. We're we're talking about the same place. We were. I knew are it. We? Okay. But what I did is, it is over the bridge, but I was just like, talk, I was talking from the north side. The other so way. It's not oh. east-west either. I thought the bridge was, I was being a moron because the Chesapeake, it's all Colored up and like cut up into many different land parts. You never know uh-huh. sometimes if you're east or west. The water is on the east side usually. That's right. true. But yeah, yeah that's ex- we were talking about the right. same place. We were. Oh, I got God. messed up. Okay. I made a mistake. But we were on the same track. I love it. Okay. Yes. Makes me yeah. feel better. Let's be good there. I like it. I can see it right now in my mind's eye. I, I yeah. did a billion Uber rides that people pull up there. It was always very tight in there with the car. Yep. The smaller streets yep. on that side. So. Yep. And one yeah. of now they've turned it into a streetery. Uh, which is good for them because they can get like more business. Um, it's been great during, you know, since it's been warmer out. Um, but yeah, we'll see if they kind of keep that up. Nice. Have yeah. you ever been to the Six Flags uh, outside of Bowie there? No, I'm aware of what Six Flags you're talking about. I am not a huge Six Flags fan, like a big, like, uh... there was a time when I was, you know, do the roller coasters and the, you know, but I feel like that that point in my life is back. Although I would I would go on some of those, you know, like those rickety, rickety old school roller coasters. I would totally do that. 
The wood, like the uh, cyclone at Coney Island in New York. Yeah, I think I would do that. Aren't it's they a from like, in Ohio one. or something? It's like, like, isn't there a place like in Ohio? or? Big time. Cedar yeah. Point. Yeah, Cedar Point. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the Mecca Have you been of there? all. Oh, hell yeah. Growing okay. up in Michigan, you go to Cedar Point every year, every okay. summer. It's okay. There's school trips even created for it. The end of year school trips, we're all going to Cedar Point. And I imagine trying to corral like 300 middle schoolers in eighth grade to Cedar Point. That sounds like hell on earth, frankly. But yeah. they did it. I remember I couldn't go. I could. I was not allowed to go for my eighth grade trip. Oh, really? I got, I got in trouble. I was a bad boy. Oh, that was your punishment? You can go to Cedar Point? Yep. Everybody came back and said how much fun it was. Oh, man, it was so cool. Dude. We got stoned and we went on the roller coaster. I'm like, you don't even yeah. need to get stoned to go on a roller coaster. It's already yeah. exciting enough, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People are weird. What can I tell you? People, you know, they just roll different ways, you know? <laughs> they do. All right. Uh, <laughs> there's so many more things I could ask, but we'll leave it there. <laughs> Let's close this segment in Rico's Inquisition with Lauren Auerbach. For love or money? We were talking about money so much earlier and how we have to have more, but I'm going to go with, with love, you know. How, like, do do people say money? Or do Like, what is the breakdown on that answer? I'm not going to tell you until you lock yeah. in your answer. You locking I, I in your answer? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lock in love, Michael. Fine choice. Well done. People definitely do say money. It's happened. But okay. overwhelmingly, I'd say 75 to 80% love. Okay. We've done, I mean, this is episode 118. We didn't have a guest for every show, but we've probably had, I don't know, 40 or 50 guests by now. So that's yeah. uh, helped. That's a nice. Either the, either they're lying because we're on the air. Mm-hmm. They want to look like, oh, I can't pick money. Or right. we have some good people in the community and there's hope for the future. Yeah. I choose to look at the that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's one I want to focus on. Okay. You did a fine job. Congratulations. You passed through All Enrico's right. Inquisition. You. Not too, not too difficult at all. Um, yeah. I do, do they tell get like, you, harder if you come on like again? Do you get like, do you bump it up a little bit? No, we. Ne- you know, if you come on again, we just never do it again. It's like, all right, we already got to know <laughs> oh, okay. you. We're moving on from that now. So, <laughs> okay, we already know you. Like, yeah, let's just, who cares? Let's yeah, touch, let's talk baseball. Crap. Get it over with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, you're listening to Plaza Podcast. This is Lauren Auerbach at LK Auerbach A U E R B A C H on Twitter. I'm at MJ Govier. G O V is in Victor I E R. That's what I tell people when I'm on the phone. If I call a billing department or something, a G O V is in Victor, not B. It's V. Oh, v. Now, do you know all of the? Do you know all of the letters? Like because yeah. I like you do. Victor like, Al- Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta Echo Foxtrot. I, I don't know. That's a good start. Yeah, that is it. Because I feel like I would just be like E as an elephant or something like that. You know, sure. like just you know. I don't I know. Well, was not in the military, but I don't think I know the the actual whatever alphabet that is. You know, code. What is it called? What is, is that the Morse? <laughs> no, it's not Morse code. <laughs> no, it's not Morse code. You wouldn't be. <laughs> the reason I knew yeah. a lot of that is my dad when we were kids. He was a big ham radio guy. Ham radio. You know what that is? What is it like? Kind of like old tiny radio. Like, it's like it's before the internet. Essentially, you had these yeah. high-powered radios. People had to build antennas in their backyards and shit. It was very intense. Oh, it was like a whole thing. Uh-huh. But you could contact anybody across the world. Like you could. Ooh. So ham radio was a certain frequency. Where you oh, were in your I basement, see, okay. you got an antenna in your backyard, and you're you're just dialing through this endless frequency trying to find people. And it sounds all weird, like it does in Star Wars when that. they're like flying yeah. through space, and you hear those weird sounding voices that when they're like right, on the radios. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that comes from. I, I gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. 
I'm, I don't know a lot of people who ever experienced that, but my dad was big into it. So, huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, in fact, I've never met anyone else who's like, yeah, my dad was huge into ham radio, or my mom yeah, was big yeah. into. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Or would you like? A, would you be called like a ham head or something like that? I've yeah. never, <laughs> never heard that term. <laughs> But that would have been good, especially as a kid. That would have been great. Like, you're a hamhead, Dad. Yeah, hamhead. Would have been yeah. good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Damn yeah, it, a missed opportunity. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <sighs> That's okay. All right. Well, let's move into the latter part of the show, the fantasy breakdown part of the show, as we like to call it. It is now time for boring fantasy league winners, players that are not flashy, mm-hmm. but get the job done and will help you win this year. We got about... 59 days in the season, 58 days. The season ends on October 3rd, I believe. So this is still a pretty broad title. You could take this in a lot of directions because Mm -hmm. boring is subjective, frankly. Yeah. But winning is not subjective. So Mm -hmm. why don't you lead us off here, Lauren? Give us the first player who's not exactly the most flashy or exciting or, you know, most Mm -hmm. well-known player, but someone's going to help you get the stats you need. I'm going to go with Jorge Polanco, <clears throat> excuse me, yes. Jorge Polanco, because I feel like every year he's always such a solid ad. You always have to have like a Jorge Polanco on your team because, you know, <clears throat> it's just kind of like this thing, like the glue guys, right? Where there's not like one category that he's like significantly kind of like awesome at, but contributes a lot everywhere. These guys are always undervalued. And so I like Jorge Polanco. And he's having a really good season this year. You know, he's healthy now. Um, he's got 18 homers, 64 runs, 57 RBI, and nine stolen bases to go along with the 273 average. Um, and so he's healthy this year. He's batting third. Um, he's not someone that's really flashy or, you know, get, you get excited about. But he's not going to hurt you at all. And he's only – he's either going to keep you afloat or he's going to help you a little bit too. So I, I like love him. it. I love Jorge Polanco. I'm a huge fan. Mm -hmm. Huge fan. And I should have drafted him more. And I regret it now, but I can't change the future. I can't change the past. Well, actually, I could maybe change the future. Wait a minute. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, how does that work, you know? Change my future? Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You would have to. Well, do we need to watch Back to the Future? Is that what we need to do? No, 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 no. No, you know, movies have jumped the shark because movies are referencing movies in movies now about movie travel. That's not how it works. You can't Mm -hmm. you you can't make an Avengers movie and then reference back to the future for your time travel. That's not how life works. But that's where we are now. So reason will prevail. Reason will prevail. Uh, Hopefully reason will prevail. That'd be great. That was a great call. Jorge Polanco is a badass and he's had a really nice stretch too recently. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. because I hate to reference that team again, but he's on my home league team. And he's just been 18 home runs, 273 average, almost 10 steals now, nine steals. That's fantastic. Yeah. And his ADP was, oh God, off the top of my head, I want to say it was like, uh, like 200-ish maybe, like 210-ish, oh, or maybe a yeah, little higher than that. A little higher than that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And um, it looks like he's going to have like a career year, um, you know, this year. So that's always nice to see. I like, I mean, I like... I like it when guys kind of like your Jorge Polanco's have like a really kind of good year, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a good way to open up here. Boring players. Uh, I actually, mm-hmm. I kind of take offense. To that. I don't think he is a boring player, but this is why no, this but, is a know, fascinating, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, segment. Is that what they call this? Yeah. What about you guys sure. out there? By the way, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You guys can join the live chat and you can ask questions to Lauren or myself or just pop in a comment about what we're talking about right now. Right now, there's people. I literally see a number. There are people watching this right now. You. Right you. now. Do it. You. I see you. Pop, I pop see it in. you. Yeah. Call them out, Lauren. Thank uh -huh. you. I see you. We're, what do you guys think of Jorge here. Blanco? Come on yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Don't be shy. We we Come like on. you. We, we you think you you're a fine human being. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's my turn now. So. Okay. Yeah. Who you got? A boring player. But mm -hmm. I, I he is boring in a way because people don't respect him. That's mm -hmm. Omar Narvaez. Omar Narvaez. Ooh, I like Omar Narvaez. Yep. He's a, it's a rock solid dude. For some reason, he doesn't get enough respect. He's at 287 right now. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a catcher, so of course he doesn't play every day. Uh-oh. You did the swipe thing again. You're leaving me out here by myself. God, I hate this stupid oh, trackpad. I was like, you're, you're leaving me out here by myself. Why is this track? I got to keep my hands up here. I cannot. <laughs> this, is, this is happening twice in one show. It never happens. I'm sorry, Lauren. Um, okay, let's reset here. For those of you on the podcast version, I booted myself twice on this show. That's why that happened. That is bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. I agree. I don't like it. <laughs> Anywho, I was talking about Omar Narvaez. Now, Omar, the point was catchers don't play every day anymore. If they play six days in a week, that's amazing, right? Yeah, so you're not gonna expect that. But oh, oh come on, Jay Bird. You can't Jay Bird wants to know will the Braves win the NLEs? Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, Harp they will. Yeah. We've already discussed this, but yes, they will. <laughs> Harper bomb, Phillies to take over the East lead. What? Mm -hmm. You just said mm -hmm. So I know that Jay Bird's a Michigander, but he likes yeah. the Braves and he likes but the Tigers. So Okay. But he doesn't like the Phillies, so I'm not sure what he's trying to imply here. Is he but, trying to stir some trouble? Up, you know, is he trying I don't to know, stir the here? He can speak but for himself. So, yeah. Sure. Let us know, Jay Bird. Let, tell us the truth. But yep. Lauren did hit this earlier. She said, "We, I agreed with her. The Braves will win the uh, NL East. I think they will. Yeah. So, Narvaez, he's awesome. <sighs> and he was, he's the catcher who brings the average, which is always a good thing, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that about him. Uh, he's got nine home runs. That's you know, that's fine. If he ends mm -hmm. up having a fifteen homer season, that's nice. So, mm -hmm. oh, thank you, Jay Bird. Harper just hit a home oh. run. Woohoo! Yeah. Okay. All right. Good for him. That's wonderful. Now? Yeah. He's. I feel like yeah. he's been a little bit low this, this season. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's hitting for a good average this year. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. The bombs are not there. They are up on the Mets 4-1 to one tonight. Yay. Thank you for live updates from Jay Bird. Oh, look at Those this. Those of you listening yeah. to the podcast version on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> this is old news. There's probably a new game that has started, in fact. so But this is the live stream, so thank you, Jay Bird. <laughs> Anyways, yes. uh, Omar Narvaez is great. He's undervalued. He's underappreciated. I don't know why he's not owned enough or rostered enough. He's 55% rostered in Yahoo mm -hmm. Leagues. And he's got a 377 OBP, guys. That's fantastic. Mm, That's... yeah. I know the uh, he gets off days because he's a catcher. He's got 258 at bats, so it's a little bit of a lower number. But I don't. If I, in fact, if I ranked the catchers right now from at bats, I would probably find him to be in the upper echelon because that's just what catchers do now. They just don't play a lot anymore, right? They don't. Yeah, it's like they're they're, they're splitting time now, like more time than they have. It's just kind of the way how you know it's just what the position is doing right now. And I think in real life baseball, it makes sense, right? But yeah. um. Yeah, you know, for fantasy, it's it's a little trickier, you know. Well, we do the show on Monday. It's called mm -hmm. At the Trainer's Table with Dr. David Meyer. Mm -hmm. And he talked about load management is a real thing now. Mm -hmm. Load management, 
baseball people. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. And Jeff McNeil was the prime example recently Mm -hmm. when he had leg muscle fatigue. Mm -hmm. And it looked like he might go in the IL. And then all of a sudden, he was just back playing. He just load managed. That's what happened. Yeah. So catchers are all being load managed now because they know it'll extend their careers. It'll keep them fresher if they're trying to make the postseason. And the Brewers are going to need Omar Narvaez in the postseason. Oh, yeah. All right, why don't you give me another one? He's boring, but I, Omar, I love you. If you ever want to come on the show and talk, I would love, don't take offense to my boring uh, moniker here. I think you're a fantastic dude. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the overall point of this is that these guys uh, contribute and they're solid and they're good pieces to have on your team, even though we're calling them boring, right? We'll spin you it are. that way, right? You're good. Very good. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Um, and so for me, and this is... It's a, I feel like it's a little cheatery because this year he's he's playing pretty well, but typically I feel like Chris Taylor kind of comes in. Like you never are like super excited to draft yes. kind of like Chris Taylor. This right? is a like great just, one. <laughs> you know, it's just like Chris Taylor and it's like, you know, he I, he's like this super utility guy, but it's just like, no, like, you know, he, he gives you <laughs> he gives you some power, he gives you some steals, he'll give you the average, he gives you all these multiple positions. Um yep. And he's just, he's just been playing really well this year. Um, I do kind of wonder though, um, for this season, do you think with like Trey Turner and stuff, there's going to be like a lineup squeeze um, or a crunch where I like, it can't be like Chris Taylor and AJ Pollock are playing so well, but I feel like, I don't know if there's a squeeze one of them would go, even though maybe it should be Cody Bellinger. Um <laughs> You know, but you know, with, with Chris Taylor, it's like, he's, he's always so great because he's in that Dodger lineup. So you're going to get those, you're going to get that run production. Um, And he's just always just like super solid all the way around, but he's not someone that you're like, yeah, like I'm getting Chris, Chris Taylor this year sort of thing. Because I want to fit in. Yeah, well, that's true. I think Bellinger just wants to fit in right now, but he is eyesore of all eyesores. Brian says so true with Taylor, by the way, triple Mm -hmm. exclamation Mm -hmm. point. Well done. All right. So true. You nailed it. Chris Taylor, yeah. I don't I didn't draft him anywhere. I never do. He I I owe him an apology and I <clears throat> only hurt myself by not drafting him. This guy was reliable and he's been really really solid the last mm-hmm. really couple of years now. It's not just this this year's fantastic, but last year he was offering quality stats in the short yeah. season and then the year before he was he was showing that he could hit some for for some pop here and there, give you some yeah. steals, keep the average solid, and score runs in a lineup that is outstanding. So great call. Yeah, it's like it's like he had his 2017, which was like his you know 21 homers, 17 stolen base, like was it 288 average, and it's like he fell off of that you know in 2018, and then it's like but still like in 2019 you know 12 12 homers you know eight stolen bases, he's still going to give you like an av- like a 260 ish average you know so. He's not hurting you. And again, with those runs and, you know, I don't know. I feel like he just, you know, he should be rostered more. Well, he'll be a free, he'll be, yeah, he, you know, he deserves it, right? He's, he is labeled boring by a lot of people, including me. I take full responsibility for my actions here, Chris Taylor. I'm sorry I uh, underestimated you. He's got a WRC plus 139 this year. That is rock <laughs> solid. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Not elite, but it's good. And yeah, man, man, he's going to be a free agent after this year. So with oh, your he? point okay. about the roster crunch and oh, the time, yeah. <clears throat> Trey Turner is obviously an incredible player, a very 
very incredible talent, but he's got the COVID mm-hmm. issue too. He has not he's not debuted yet, right? right? He's still still the COVID. No, I think he I think he was flying today, but that doesn't who knows when he's gonna play. Yeah, that's a good point. But I I'm so. next year I wonder if they bring Taylor back, but if they do bring him back, that'll show you that they really love his veteran presence. Not just the mm-hmm. stats he brings, the reliability, the consistency. He's 30 years old, so he's been around, he's seen it all. There must be something they like about him beyond what he provides. The versatility is extreme. The stats mm-hmm. are solid. So he mm-hmm. must also offer another piece. So I'd be curious to see what they do with him next year. Because why would anybody want to leave L.A. anyways, unless it was to get paid on a higher level, of course. I mean, right. there's in the NBA example, I know this is a baseball show. Alex Crusoe, is a NBA, he's a Laker, and he signed with the Bulls. He got four years, $37 million. If he stayed with LA, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have got anything near that. So right. sometimes you go where you can maximize your value. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, it would, that is like interesting to watch and see what, what they end up doing with him. I didn't realize that uh, he's a free agent next year. So Yeah. Hmm. Okay, uh, it's my turn now, right? Boring yep. players. Players that will bore you to death, bore you to tears sometimes. I've, I've seen people cry because they're so bored. It's true. I've seen it. Uh, I, I may have experienced it myself. I'm not proud of it. But. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jed Lowry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, he was yeah. left for dead because of the injuries, too. So I'll give him that. This might be someone who was more fun or more flashy mm-hmm. and enjoyable. Like, oh, I like Jed Lowry a few years ago, but he was out for so long. with His mm-hmm. knee and leg issues. But he's back. 260, he's 12 back. bombs, 54 ribbies. Uh, he had a home run the day before last. And he's been everything that the Mets wished he would have been when he originally signed with the New York Mets, right? Yep. He's been around for so long. He has. Yeah. He's 37. Good Lord. Is he? I didn't know he was that old. I realized that. Holy cow. That's wow. That makes it even more impressive. Wow, you're right. Wow. He's 30. Man, he was a rookie in 2008. Man. He's been on Boston, Houston, and Oakland, and the Mets. I, I remember the Oakland days, but I yeah. don't even remember the Boston days. Man, that's I wild. don't remember that's, Boston either. Wow. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, at any rate, he's having a, a, a solid season. It's not amazing. Uh, his WRC plus is 109, much lower than mm-hmm. Taylor's. That's more league average. But... He scores runs and mm-hmm. at a middle infielder position where you can slide him in. He's used, he's more valuable, I think, sometimes at OBP leagues because he could provide a slightly better OBP. Uh, this this year's not great. It's 328, but it's not god awful. When you compare guys like other guys that have a 303 or a 310 OBP in the middle infield, you need a guy who can give you a little bit more of a walk percentage, which he's, I think he's actually a little bit under that right now because his career would suggest that he can walk better than he is. Mm. Um, mm-hmm at least the last few years. So yeah. I, I think that he's boring and he's old too. That would make sense why he's boring. Cause he's that old, but he is useful. <laughs> I use him in a draft and hold right now. He's my starting everyday middle infielder. Cause I have injuries too. Francisco yep. Lindor, Gavin Lux, uh, and another middle infielder. So I'm grateful that I have Jed Lowry. He's been saving my butt. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's like these guys, it's like they, they save you. They're not, you know, hurting you uh they're contributing and it's all good you know Mm um i actually i can i clump two guys together that i think are kind of oh you can do whatever you can light your table on fire if you want you do whatever you want (laughs) it's kind of avisel garcia and like jonathan scope to me who i i feel like (laughs) just kind of like 
I feel like they're kind of similar. Yeah, well, I mean, Av- Avicel he gives you, he gives you some uh, speed, a little bit of speed. But I these are guys that I think are kind of boring. But they also it's like if you've got say like Jonathan Scope on your team right now, he's got he's you know has a two eighty seven average. He's got eighteen homers, um, you know, sixty runs, sixty four RBI. Now, you know, it's the Tigers, so you may not get like a ton of runs, but the Tigers have been playing so well lately. It's like they're just yeah. like. F it. Like, Don't diss my Tigers. Yeah, like this is, they're just like, boom. Like they're just like, they've been rocking out lately. Just murdered um, the Red Sox the other day. Like yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. And, um, you know, he's had at least 20 home home runs, let's see, from like 2016 through like 2019. Um, he's going to do that this year. And um, he doesn't kill you with average. So maybe he's got a 262, you know, career average. But um to me, it's, he's like someone that is definitely can like help your team. He's not hurting you. He's not flashy. You're not going to get speed, but you've got yeah, kind of like solid four categories there, I think, end of season. Yep. That's a great call. We already talked about the I annual an, Jonathan Scope hot streak, too. Wait, what's up? We talk every so often when it happens. The annual Jonathan Scope hot streak does take effect. I think it already happened this year, so uh, it's over now. Yeah, it, was it was back in yeah. June-ish, July. So. Uh, what did you say about... You said the Tigers are amazing. Is that what you said? I said I was throwing a little Tiger one in uh, your way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Scope is a guy that they should have traded still. I don't know why he's on the roster, but apparently we're we're like just trying to play out the string. Uh, There was a lot of players available. So some of the players got screwed. The players that would have been traded, this happened with the Royals, for example, like Danny Duffy. Mm -hmm. And some of the Royals guys, they want to move. Carlos Santana wasn't traded because yeah. there was just too many guys available. The market was hot, very hot. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. More for me, a boring player. Now, he, he's he got to be a dude because technically it's dudes in MLB, right? Uh, yeah. Who do you think they'll ever be a, a female baseball player in the next 25 years? Probably not. Like no. in, I don't think so. I guess I, yeah. I don't. Do you? Uh, I mean, I, I, th- I think that there will, there are people who could probably do it, and it would take somebody who want to do it and kind of go through some of the rigmarole. And things change mm-hmm. fast, but baseball is one mm-hmm. of the slowest changing sports that there is. Yeah. I mean, we, we have bench coaches now. That I think it was last year with the yep. Giants, and then mm-hmm. uh, and football has coaches, and ba- yep. NBA is on the brink of a. Well, I thought they'd be on the brink of a female like coach this year. But... They've got referees. Yeah, yeah, they got referees. Yeah. But yeah, Becky yeah. Hammond still has not been mm-hmm. hired. It's really annoying, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess I would say no to probably. Yeah, I don't yeah you're probably so. right. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it, frankly. It just kind of popped in my yeah. head. Mm-hmm. What segment is this? What are, we, what are we like the, the boring player segment? What, what segment is this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what segment is this? <laughs> now. This one, uh, by the way, for anybody out there on the live stream who started Sandy Alcantara tonight, I'm really sorry. Um, mm. Something bad he... happened to him. Coors. What happened to him? Oh, Coors. Coors. Yeah, okay. He got, got, <laughs> he got coursed. Yeah, uh, it happened. Absolutely destroyed. It's very sad it because I love Sandy Alcantara very much. Yep. I do too. But I feel like the Marlins have like some sort of cheat code where it's like they've unlocked all these like young dominant pitchers and mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't matter who they bring up. It's just like, boom, amazing. <laughs> you know, I agree. They, they yeah. are, they're mastering uh, 
changeup too on a lot of their pitchers. It's incredible. And it, you're oh, right. Is that it? Like, okay. Yeah. That's why I'd buy on Lazardo heavy because something good's going to happen. I'm sure of it. Yeah. If it's there's just, one place to go and it's just like, if they kind of are like, yeah, Lazardo, I, if you're Lazardo, you should, you should be ecstatic, you know? Oh my dear God. Three and two thirds, 10 earned runs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Three home runs for Sandy Alcantara. My boy, my guy. God. No way. Yes, yeah. it really happened. It's very painful for me right now. Yeah. He was my dark horse, Cy Young. It was a dark horse. Pick, oh, was he? Okay. All right. That's not going to happen now. He had come into the game bad. with a 3.70 ERA. Mm-hmm. It's got to be over four now after this. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. What was it? Three, three and a third? Is that what? Three and two thirds, ten earned, ten hits. Ugh. Ugh. Double digit. Yeah. That's course. That's what happens. Course. Course will get you. You know? I know. We all make mistakes, Sandy, and uh, I'm rooting for you. Hang in there, my friend. Whoopsie daisy. It happens. It does. Okay. So now I was thinking about course. That's why I kind of sidetracked there. I was Mm -hmm. thinking about John Gray. John Gray, he's become bland because. We all gave up on him. Everybody's been down the John Gray road the last three to five years. We're all waiting for that breakout, but he's pitching at Coors, and we're all like, oh, well, it's never going to happen at Coors. It's never going to happen, but uh, I don't know. Coors. He's kind of been, he got hurt even this year, and I thought that would derail the season, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. He still has a three six seven ERA, and this is over 110 innings pitch. That's that's pretty damn good for a guy whose home park is Coors. Yeah, and he pitches better at Coors, too. Right, and that was... That was always the thing about him is that he could actually do that. So he was almost like this anomaly to them. Mm-hmm. And what happened tonight, of course, with Sandy Alcantara does not happen as much. If you look at the stats this season, go down the schedule for Coors games and massive run blowouts, mm-hmm. they're using a humidor and things are changing. They are changing a bit, but you could, I guess you could still mm-hmm. get tattooed. It's the dead of summer. It's hot right now and yep. it, it's still possible. But at yeah. any rate, I think he's John Gray's. He's kind of boring now because we all abandoned him, but he's sitting over here saying, hey, guys, look what I'm doing. You know, I'm giving you what you want. The K-9's not quite where I'd want it to be. It's a little right. bit under. But, but otherwise, he gets the ground balls, you know, which is yeah. good. Um, and again, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised, but I was like, okay, I thought that he would have gotten moved. Um, but it's the Rockies, you know, so it's just like, you know, I don't know how the Rockies function. Coors. Um, yeah, <laughs> no but it's just like, it's just like he's pitched so well. I had him on my list as well. And he had a good uh, outing the other day, too. Um, well, maybe a couple outings ago against the Dodgers, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Doing and five innings, like, four what, Ks, kind of held him yeah. in check. And it's just kind of like, well, what, is, what does this dude need to do to get some respect? You know, because he's he's really bringing it. So, yeah, um, I'm glad you agree. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'm with you. I like that pick. Yay! Yay! Anybody else you want to mention? I mean, I can mention people, but um, no, you don't have to. Um, you know what? I will give Chris Bassett some love. I think that um, oh yeah, the Bassett Hound, like he, it's just like uh, I don't know. He's one of those guys where you aren't su- again, you're not super excited to kind of draft him, but, but he is. He's the workhorse for Oakland, and he's going to give you innings, and he's. Since 2014, he's had an ERA above four once, right? So yeah. it's just like, and he's got, you know, he's got a 19, you know, uh, percent strikeout minus uh, walk rate. And he's just solid, you know, and he's playing really, really well this this season. Um, and I like to see it. I like it kind of when guys 
kind of maybe don't get a ton of respect, but they do really well. And so I'm, I'm happy for, for uh, Bassett this season. I like it. Fantastic. Uh, I yeah. targeted him. I, I was targeting him somewhat and I should have pushed it even further now, but I'm glad for the shares I have. He's been yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And the strikeouts have taken off to a new level mm-hmm. this year, which is even mm-hmm. better. So yeah. Good for you, Mr. Chris Bassett. We're proud of you here on the Plaza Podcast, which is a live stream that we're currently doing. It's also a podcast version with Lauren Auerbach. Follow her on Twitter, L-K Auerbach, A-U-E-R-B-A-C-H. I'm at MJ Govio Victor. V-O-V is a Victor, I-E-R. Of course, Plaza Podcast, ProtonMail.com, Plaza Podcast on Twitter. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. And it's now time to close it out with our final segment of the show. Now, this one is about victory laps. Now, we've done victory laps gone wrong, like I said earlier in the show. Uh-huh. You know, and that was to kind of slow us down a bit. Maybe pause, take note of what we're doing during the season, jumping to conclusions. I was just trying to make ourselves aware, make myself aware, too. That, whoa, uh-huh. don't go declaring something about a player before the season is done. Now, I know it's still 58 days to go. So you might be saying, hey, Mike, why are you literally doing what you just said not to do? Well, in this case, these should be safe plays. These should be calls, victory laps right now that you can lock in and be like, hey, this is a done deal. I'm not really worried about it now, and I'm happy to announce that this is going to be, you know, who this guy is for the most part this season. So that's kind of the focus of this, and I hope it goes well. Having said that, you want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. Oh, so, all right. All right. So one guy that um, I was really bullish on, you know, this in the preseason was Marcus Semien. You know, I feel like outside of 2020, you know, he's had at least 10 home runs, 10 stolen bases since 2015. Now, I think kind of a concern with him is just like, well, what 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 Marcus Semien are you going to get? Are you going to get kind of like the 10 to 15 home run Marcus Semien? Are you going to get like the 28 to 30 home run Marcus Semien? You know, but um, for me, I kind of looked at, you know, since the fact that since 2017, his strikeout rate has started to improve each season. And then you saw that correlation with his with his batting average increasing each season, as well as his home runs each season. I kind of threw out 2020 for a lot of, in terms of kind of judging players, because it's just, you know, 60 days, if you get hot, it was a fun, funky season. But um, I threw 2020 out and I was like, you know what? Basically he's going to Toronto. That lineup's going to be killer. He's at the top of it. Um, now I will say, I didn't expect him to have, what does he have like 25 home runs at this point? Um, I didn't think that he would be, like that great at this point, but you know, he's a, he's going to be pushing like a 35 homer season. Um, and he's just been solid. He's, he's been able to bring the, you know, he's got the run production and he's been able to bring the, um, the batting average. So it's tough not to like him this season. And, um, I feel like he was a little bit lower, like in people's drafts. Um, but not mine. I was, I, I, I liked him. Well done. Great call. I'm going to give it to you. Right. You earned it. Okay. Marcus Simeon, I got in a couple leagues, not enough. I tried to mm-hmm. because I loved that he was going to be second base eligible too. That was a nice bonus. Oh, right. Yep. But I didn't uh I didn't go with the fervor that you're talking about. And I regret that because I drafted him a couple times when I thought it was prudent. It wasn't like an anti-Simeon thing. In fact, he was my 2020 
Dark Horse MVP 2020 because he was top three MVP in 2019. Yeah. With the A's. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, this guy's on his way. I mean, he's top three. He's going to be very close again. He could do it all. And remember, MVP is not a fantasy trophy. It's about defense, too. He's And he got Mm -hmm. so much better as a defender. Mm -hmm. But uh, 2020 was not great for him, but it was a stupid-ass season. That just doesn't make any sense. So It's either really great or really bad for people, you know? Like, like, that's what it was in baseball, you know? Yeah, remember that 2020 season? Was it really great or really bad for you? I don't know. (laughs) Brian Gray says 80 runs is nice. 80 runs is very nice, Brian. Well said, sir. Well said, my friend. Brian's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. All right. For me, now this Mm -hmm. is obvious. This might be obvious to some, but you check the tape. And I talked about this guy back in the preseason. Mm -hmm. All of our episodes are available in perpetuity. On YouTube, you can sub the channel right now. Sub it, please. Please tell your friend just to, hey, will you do me a favor? Just go sub the Palazzo Podcast channel. Right now, we could add 100 subs if everybody just did that right sub now. Sub it. Boom. Sub it. Do it. Sub, sub it. Sub it. Sub it. Sub it. We also have the episodes on all podcast platforms, whatever you prefer. Apple Podcasts, five-star rating would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> Shohei Otani. Oh, now, yeah. So I have him in a lot of leagues. He's of like a ton of leagues, but it still has not turned into victories for or possible titles for me right now because one player does not a season make. Even as amazing as Shohei Otani has been, um, I frankly did not expect him. Yeah. I should clarify the hitter Otani is who I believed in wholeheartedly. So. Same. I don't want to take credit for the pitcher guy because I was much, much, much less interested or bullish on him as a pitcher. It was as a hitter and a guy who could steal bases. I thought a 30-30 season was very possible. And um I'm I feel good about that because he's been incredible. Yeah. So but he's been beyond anything. So it's I, it's like amazing. It's just <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, it's like I was like part of the reason, like I don't I'm not always super tuned into kind of like the all-star game, but I was like you have to watch to see him, you know, throw and bat. Like, this is just, he's just <laughs> like off the charts. And it's, yep. it's fun. He's good for baseball, too, I think. Yes. So um, I think that that's, I like that, you know. Victory! Yeah, I do like that. His uh, ADP was like in the, it was like 220. It seriously was anywhere from about 200 to 220, depending on where you were drafting. And people were, mm-hmm. I had to jump up. I actually took him in the TGFBI draft up around 170, and somebody I sniped somebody because they were starting mm-hmm. to see his spring training. He was heating up in spring training. His ADP started to rise, but he started drafting in January-ish. You could yeah. get him easily in the 200s. It was that's where it was. Was his pitcher version was that higher? Was that what was what was higher on ADP than his better well, version? I'm thinking the NFBC leagues where he's just one percent. So okay, yeah, okay, so it's just. Yeah. In NFBC and Fantrax, he's just the same guy. Yahoo is yeah. split up, I believe, right? Yeah. So, yeah, in Yahoo, Yahoo the pitcher version was definitely lower. I remember that because the pitcher okay. version was taken later on Yahoo leagues that mm-hmm. I'm in. A couple of Yahoo leagues. Okay. Huh. So, there it is. Yeah. Congratulations to me. Yay. Woohoo. I'm still not going to win, yeah. but I'm really happy that Shohei Otani has shown us who he really was. He was hitting 179 last year, folks. He hit 179. I know it was a short sample size, but that's what was happening. Yeah. It's- Don't forget that. Don't crazy crazy yeah give me another one lauren come on give it to me so, express yourself no i love this guy i love him in the offseason he unfortunately is now on the il but i've seen enough to know that i'm i'm satisfied with my my preseason um <laughs> call on him and that's pablo lopez i'm a huge pablo lopez fan um 
and I liked him because typically what I, I try to target pitchers who are kind of, who they're going into their third season, but have cut. And technically this is his fourth season, but again, 2020. Um, so guys who are kind of going into their third season that have made improvements each year and mm-hmm. each year, you know, he's increased, you know, since 2018, he's increased his strikeout rate. Um, he's decreased his, you know, home runs per nine. Um, he's a ground ball pitcher. His fastball velocities have increased each year. And so to me, he was like prime target. Um, and again, like I'm a big sucker for the the ground ball. The guys give you ground balls and give you kind of decent strikeout rates. So to me, Pablo Lopez is like screaming, you know, and um, so he is on the IL. But he has had a had a you know fantastic season up to this point. Yeah. He's you know kind of you know twenty seven point one percent K rate, um, you know six point one walk rate, and he's got a high uh, ground ball rate. Um, and I just love me some Pablo. And I don't know what's going to happen to him though uh, rest of season if they're going to try and shut him down. I know he's started throwing, but I you know you're probably not going to get a ton of more value out of him this this year. And I think they probably might be wise just to shut him down. But I don't. I don't know. What do you think they're going to do with them? Victory! Last night on the Palazzo podcast, this very show, mm-hmm. Russell Withers was our guest, and he, he selected Pablo Lopez as someone to cut bait with in redraft oh. leagues. So I don't want to... Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty... And Russell knows what he's doing for the most part. I respect mm-hmm. him. So we were talking about players. We we're having hard truths conversations. It's time to have an honest okay. conversation with people about players that need to be moved on from... Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love Pablo Lopez this year. I, I agree with you. I, I drafted him several times as well. I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. So, yeah. And he he provided, you know, solid value. I like him. So, yeah. But again, it's all those Marlins pitchers. It's just like that cheat code, you know, like I said. It's just <laughs> they've got something going on in the water over there. I don't know, you know. Well, they know what they're doing with pitchers. Yeah. Some teams know to yeah. do that. Them, Cleveland, they just mm-hmm. know how to get the most out of pitchers. It's awesome. There's, that yeah. means they just know doing so kudos to them yep another shit um, yep i will say uh just for fun the most drafted player i had in my nfbc leagues only was yohan mancata mm. uh, can't really take a victory lap on that one necessarily because he's yeah. just kind of been so so i so, feel like i'm not super high on yohan mancata and why would it why why do you like him so much i'm always curious because he's someone that I actually i've you know it would go like way higher than i would probably rank him um I was willing to dismiss last year. So this is one of, this is where you get into the situation where he had COVID last year and people said, Oh, that's Mm -hmm. what affected him. And the year before he had the highest bad since world war two. And Mm -hmm. maybe that was a fluke, (laughs) but we, Mm -hmm. I thought based on the research that he actually was that type of player. He was a high bad guy. So he was just going to be that guy. Yeah. That's not, he's hitting 256 right now. He's hitting 256. Yeah. So yeah, I was wrong about, you know, this is not the I was wrong segment. I'm just letting people know. No, right. Yeah. Tell you the truth. Uh, yep. It was <laughs> one one player segment only. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, who, right. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know who I was wrong on, though? Like, I'll just. Um, yeah, let's hear it. I was I was wrong on uh, on Vlad Jr. Not that I thought that he was going to like like he was garbage or something like that. Yeah. But I basically was like, Mm-mm. like, let me you know, I, I know that you've got all this potential. But I'm just like, 
you hit the ball hard, but it just never goes over the fence. Like you don't have that launch angle figured out, like that elevation. He was just hitting all these like severe worm burners. And I was just like, once you figure it out, talk to me, you know, sort of thing. And he's definitely figured it out this year, you know, and he's because losing up to 40 pounds can make a difference. <laughs> that could, that could be it. Someone I don't, who's done know. that before. I, it does make a difference. <laughs> yeah. It, it changes your launch angle. Yeah, I'll, uh, that'd be funny. That would that'd be amazing if we had a breakthrough like that, but I'm not so sure. Um, uh, one other one. Uh, I think for the value, it worked out well. And that was, uh, I know he got hurt, but uh, Josh Rojas, because he was way down there. I know he started to have a nice spring training, so his ADP mm-hmm. did start to rise. But depending on where I got him, and I had many shares of him, the return has been pretty cool. So it's been mm-hmm. nice to, I mean, I took him in a DC, a draft and hold, like mm-hmm. bottom 10 picks. It's just like a, Hey, well, I remember he's got some talent. I don't know if he'll get the opportunity this year. And mm-hmm. he was given the opportunity and he was been, he was really bad at times early on, but he kind of straightened it out where he provides some power and speed that was making him mm-hmm. viable in borderline 12 team leagues too. So um, I almost Josh wrote Rojas. about him recently. Yeah, because uh, is he back from the IL? Is he? Uh, he's close. Uh, he was yeah. working on it with that pinky of his, that yeah. darn pinky. Um, I'll verify yeah, that. Yeah, I was this close to uh, writing about him because I think that as you know, kind of someone that's under, kind of undervalued essentially, and it's pr- available for like waiver wire stuff. He's giving you close to a two seventy average, and he's got a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. Um, he's infield, here. outfield too. Yeah. Oh, is he okay? Um, Depending on the league you or the format you play in. By the way, he's starting the rehab assignment today, so he did start oh, his rehab today. Okay. Okay. So he's on um, his way back. Nice. Yeah. So he's on his way back, which is good. Do you think that the pinky will affect? Because it was dislocated, right? Like, do you think it'll affect any of his? I asked Doctor David Meyer about this oh, uh-huh. last yeah. week. I think it was, and he said he didn't think it'd be that big a deal. Uh, it'd be one thing if. Uh, it was throwing stuff could be minor, but he, he, he didn't, he didn't make a big deal about it. And I believe okay. what Mr. David Meyer has to say. So was Rojas, was he kind of top of the lineup? Like, yeah, he, at he, times he's he been a leadoff hitter. Okay. Yeah, he has yeah. been. He's lead off. He's yeah. let off many times. Nice. So it will be, uh, yeah, no, I like yeah it's, he doesn't have eye popping stats for the season right now. I get that. So, but I just think the, this is value-based, too. So if you get a guy way, way, way late and he gives you any type of return, then it's return like, oh, this is a nice bonus. Yeah. So. And it's also just like if you think of kind of going forward, I think if you have these kind of casual glances and I think people are like, eh. like you know, there may be something they don't see. And it's just like mm. dig a little deeper, see how that player has been playing for like the past, you know, couple weeks, month or whatever. And that's that's where you go. And this is the end of the season. This is when people start tailing off this is when people are turning their attention to football this is when you football. can make savvy sneaky moves you know yeah so depending on where you are you know in your in your standings um you know just pay attention and also pay attention if you're you've got someone really hot at the end of the season no matter where you are uh in the standings that may be a nice person like think of that at the end of the season and you know maybe that carries over the next season sometimes some yes. words, words of thought, words of thought, words of wisdom for me. Words of thought. These are my words of thought. Well, I think we did it, Lauren. I think we did a show. Can you believe it? Right. High five. Can we do like a windmill? Like, Boom. 
Boom. Nice job. I enjoyed it. This is cool. Yeah, I like I talking baseball with you. I think you have potential as a human being. Oh, all right. After 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've hit like my, I have potential. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy on the internet said I had potential. Oh man, that's funny. No, I, I enjoyed the conversation. You, uh, you got the baseball knowledge. You got the laughs. You got the best of everything. So you're kind of my type of person, the uh, type Thank of person I'd like to much. do shows with because you can kind of roll with everything yeah. and you don't make it weird or uncomfortable. And I don't try, try to make people weird, weird or uncomfortable. You know? yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think Maybe it's that's me. Thumb, you know, you don't, you don't want to make people weird or uncomfortable. I don't think you can um, use rule of thumb anymore. I don't think that's. Uh, oh, is that, we're not like, we can't, we can't use that term anymore. Rule of thumb. I think it's been 86. Yeah. Sorry. I'll tell you this. A good rule to live by is Mm -hmm. have a good time, make the most of it, and, you know, just try to listen to people once in a while. Listen. Yeah. Listening is always good. But, yes, Michael, I had a great time. I had so much fun. I would love to come back. Absolutely. Do this again. Yeah. Well, uh, we could do an end of season chat. We can do a off season chalk. What's next? Where do we go from here? We can do all kinds of chatter. So, Jay Bird says, great show, by the way. Go USA basketball. I don't think anybody, are they playing right now? I mean, Japan's very, Japan. Are they in Japan? Yeah, they're in Japan. Yeah, they're in Japan. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Have you watched the Olympics at all this year? A little bit, but not a ton, no. But technically you have. Technically, well, technically I've seen bits. I've seen bits. (laughs) Bits of sport. Have you sat down and said, hey, I'm, I'm watching the Olympics right now? I, I actually did make, no, no. But okay, I, there I, it I, is. I, <laughs> no, I, this is what I did want to do. I tried to scroll through and come across sports that you don't really see, like badminton. Like, you know, I yeah, enjoy that. archery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just do yeah. stuff that you don't normally see. I tried to do that. I made an effort to do that. Oh, gold medal game right now. Thanks, Jay Bird. Okay, cool. Oh. Well, uh, maybe I'll turn that on. That'll be fun. Right. I, I'm into, okay. I do like basketball. I, I like the NBA. I like yeah. that stuff. So that's kind of my thing. That's my thing. And you sport. guys, yeah, you yeah, guys talk about that. all three. So yep. yeah. if you guys like basketball, football, and baseball, and people know what they're talking about, you're going to love rest of season rankings. Oh, thanks for the plug. Yep. You have to check us out. You do rosrankings.com. And we are wherever you get wherever you get your your podcasts, we are, we are there. Yeah, I uh, I popped that in the live chat too. ROSrankings.com. Make sure you guys check out the website. Follow Lauren. Uh, you guys don't, but you don't do the, you don't have a show handle, right? You just, you guys? We don't have a show handle and we are just figuring out how to do all this stuff. So this is the debate. This is, but this is the debate. Everybody, when they start, it's like, should I have a show handle and my own handle? Like, how many things do you want to deal with is the question. And I don't really know yeah. the answer to that, frankly. I don't. Because there are two of us. I mean, do you, like, do you right. basically run all of your things? Like, the show yes. handles and stuff. Yes. I do. We have the Palazzo yeah. podcast, of course. Two L's, two Z's on Twitter, which you can follow the show. So. Utah. And then there's me, me too. myself, which is my own personal world, MJ Govier, which I can say yeah. whatever I want there. And then Deary's his own guy over there. So mm-hmm. I, I, I've asked this question to other people. Like, I wonder if maybe I sh- should just not done a Palazzo podcast handle and just use my own handle to put out the show stuff. But mm-hmm. I like to keep it separate. I don't know. I don't mind doing yeah. it. It's, the way Twitter works, you can switch between accounts super easy. So, yeah. well, the thing is, I am terrible at Twitter, and I have do not have like a good Twitter game, and it's tough because I feel like um, I don't think ever to go onto Twitter, but then I have oh. to go on to promote. So then I look like I have a thing where it just promotes myself, which I don't like that look either. So I have to get it kind of into <laughs> this habit of 
hey, if I have a sports thought, I just need to like shoot it out sort of thing, you know? And You got to get over the, like, you're not egotistical. You're clearly uh, not. But if you want to market yourself and your stuff, then you just, you yeah. want to share your, your stuff. And if people like that, they'll gravitate to it. That's what I learned. I mean, I, yeah. I post stupid videos and stuff and, you know, I've had plenty of low self-esteem in my life. So I'm like, yeah, nobody cares. Who cares? I'll just do this. And if people like yeah. it, that's a bonus. But you also can't become like reliant on it like oh i gotta right. have this that's right. a dangerous dangerous place to be i was not a huge twitter user but for some reason fantasy baseball very heavy on the twitter usage mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you want to connect with other people and like kind of it's also a great place yeah. to keep up on all the information too yeah i have been finding that out yeah for yeah. sure yeah. anyways do whatever you want it's your life I, I, I offer a piece of information you can shove it in my face or you can accept it i leave that to you thank you just my yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at me. <laughs> oh, hey, look. Uh, anything else you want to tell people before you leave? I mean, rest of season okay. rankings, the SB Streamer podcast, SB Streamer, ROSRankings.com. We did that. Um, did uh, fan tracks you can find some baseball stuff? Uh, yeah, you wrote an article today, didn't you? Tracks, I did, or I you did, posted did. an article today. Uh, yeah, it got posted today or yesterday. Um, yeah, so you can check me out there. Um, or hey, so there's in that article, by the way. No, this is a new one. Oh, this is a new one. My latest one. Yes. This oh, is crap. the previous one. Yeah. Um, okay. What shows you what I know? Don't listen to anything I said. I, yes. If, if, if basically it was an article about if you need um, like category boosters, like fantasy category boosters, there are a couple guys that I wrote about that. I, I saw that one. Yeah. No. But that's not the Jorge so that was Soler. The latest one. one. No. The Jorge Soler was like a a hitter surge, like who I think would be good kind of rest of season that is maybe underrated. Eric Cross, we never should have dropped or his Solaire. <laughs> How many times I got to tell you this? God, it's driving me crazy. Ever since we dropped him, he's hit like eight or nine home runs. Yeah, it can go either way though. Like I, I was like, mm, someone I'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed with, but I, I believe, I believe in the stats that I, you know, put out. And I think it's a good move for him to go to uh, Atlanta versus, you know, Kaufman stadium that a little bit of maybe home run home, home run boost um maybe we'll see i have no Do you idea think he gets to play enough though, though? we'll see i don't know and then especially if like eddie rosario is coming back i don't know but i don't know that's if, what i think about uh, you know yeah jock peterson eddie rosario jorge yeah. soler it's a, a lot yeah, of uh, i know and adam deball I'm like what's yes what's, what's going on down there what are you guys doing those are some of the. Those are all so savvy moves. They got him for nothing, basically. For nothing, all three of those nothing. guys. That is true. really well they done. Got him for nothing. Yeah. Good for you, Alex Anthopoulos. Yep. I got it right, Alex Anthopoulos. By the way, someone here on the show who was on the show in the last two weeks, they hate Alex Anthopoulos. I can't remember mm -hmm. who that was though. Did you know, real quickly, as we close, one of my childhood fantasies, uh, since I was a big Braves fan, I always thought at one day. I would co-own the Braves with Elton John because Elton John is like a huge, this is really crazy, is like a huge Atlanta Braves fan because he, when he what? was tour here, it was TBS. So he basically learned the game of baseball through TBS. He became again. a Braves fan. I know, I know. The power of TBS. TBS and, strikes again. Unbelievable. And, and so he always talks about this, how he loves the Braves and it was through TBS. He learned baseball and all that. And I was like, my younger self is like, I, you know what? I think maybe Elton John and I, maybe we'll, uh, 
think we will run the Braves together. <laughs> I did not know that at all. See, I learned yeah. something. That's yeah. awesome. And there's still time. Do a show. Yeah, there you go. I- Connect with people, learn things. Yeah, it's awesome. I really do enjoy that. This has been great. Lauren Auerbach, make sure you follow her. Follow me. Follow Plus Podcast. You can follow Deary. Even though he's not here, he's still a human being, and he has thoughts on baseball. He can help you. But uh, Lauren, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show. We'll do it again soon. And until that day, I wish you the best. Same. Back at you. Catch you guys on the flip side. Bye. July 30th, 2021. There was chaos in the phones in front offices. You were stuck at work with your phone. While the rest of MLB grabbed a comp to own. First spot they hit was Miami. Oakland finally got a player that they can't afford. Rich Hill is old, time to retire. And then the Mets turned their franchise into a dumpster fire. Next stop they hit was Toronto shot. It only took two prospects to scoring cop. Finally, there's the dreaded CBA. Where do you think that baseball will be at in April or May? Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.